Light! Light, are you there? Light! I really need to talk to you today. Hi, Lily. Hi, my dear. How are you? How can I help you today? So I was talking to friends and they were saying that alcohol is bad for you and that it, it damages your energy. Oh, really? I have never heard of that. Yeah, my friend says that it damages your, you, you know, your chakras. Oh, good God, Lily. Really? Where did you even hear that? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, before you answer that, did you even know what chakras are? Well, chakras are our energy centers where we hold maybe our power. So, and how exactly are those energy centers, those chakras helping you in this life, dear Lily? Well, I'm not really sure how to access them. I, I, I know that they're there. I mean, like today I, I, I cleansed and, and I flushed them and I dry cleaned my chakras in, in the sauna, like an infrared sauna. And I feel so good now. <sighs> ah. <sighs> Sounds like a placebo effect. So Lily, how did you even find out about chakras? I mean, like, you know that they're there because like someone told you because you somehow found you in enlightenment. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not quite sure I understand what you mean. <sighs> of course you don't. Okay, Shadow. Give it a break now, will you? Why do you even care, Cupcake? We don't even have chakras. Of course we do. <laughs> oh, you can't be that stupid. Where are they? You don't have chakras? <gasps> oh, no, dipstick. We only present ourselves as in human form so that you can make sense of what you're saying. <laughs> what? Light? This is scaring me. Is this true? Well, Lily, I come forward in a way that's comfortable for you so that you can recognize me and... I am still light. Okay. I think I understand. <sighs> That's code for feeling confused. Again. <laughs> so here's a crash course for you in alcohol abuse, light. <laughs> um... Why are you talking to Light about it? I asked the question. <sighs> it's painful to explain things to you, Lily. <sighs> it's not that bad, Shadow. But did you know that the word alcohol comes from the Arabic al-kul, 
which actually means like a body eating spirit. And it gives like root origins to the English term of ghoul. And in the Middle Eastern folks, a ghoul is an evil demon thought to eat human bodies, either as stolen corpses or as children. And entities come into your body when you are intoxicated. It's like these oogie boogies that's coming in. And that's why you are not yourself. People behave in ways that's uncommon to them. And that's why. <laughs> or maybe they're just batshit drunk. My God. <laughs> Enough shadow. Stop it. Oh, light. Well, you're one to talk. <sighs> Make me. So. If I understand this correctly, drinking is bad for your body or your energy field. I, I think I'm confused again. <laughs> oh, God. When are you not confused? <gasps> Lily, you're doing great. And I think that you're asking very good questions. But I think also, let's get Yvette involved and let's see what she says. Hi guys, Yvette here. So these namaste bays, <laughs> what a treat. Okay, so alcohol is something that we consume mostly on a daily basis, maybe on special occasions. People drink alcohol for fun and also for enjoyment. And then of course, it can also spiral into us maybe using it as coping mechanisms. I was raised by an alcoholic father who was very, very strict and also very intense. And alcoholism was his priority. So I can tell you firsthand that I had tremendous, tremendous secondary experience with it through him, um, watching and observing his journey and how it basically completely ruined an amazing, wonderful man. Now, this is, of course, the worst case scenario when we have alcoholism and, you know, when coping strategies can become quite negative, if not destructive. Now, when we also look at alcoholism here, this is something or at least alcohol abuse. I mean, alcohol abuse, alcoholism, it's the same thing. It's like when you when you you know that you have an addiction problem, when there's something that you really want and you'll almost go to any lengths to get it. Or there's a constant thinking about it, a constant desire to have it, even though you might not necessarily be able to have access to it at that point in time. And it's distracting you from being able to do what you need to do, like just maybe have a normal day, have a normal routine, have a normal whatever it is that you were doing. There's a complete disruption in terms of your daily life and activities. Now, something also what I've noticed with people who do struggle with alcohol and a lot of research that I've done around it, trying to understand my father and 
I thought that maybe the better I could understand him, the better I would know how to handle and, and deal with him, which didn't really help. <laughs> but it was worth the effort because just understanding it gave me a lot of peace and gave me a lot of closure as well. When we also look at, for example, the hippocampus, when a hippocampus, which is the emotional brain, is understimulated, People tend to become very easily addicted to things, to something like they, they have an addictive personality. And it's normally because of stress. There's an overcompensation to almost anything and everything. And this normally is the reason lack of contact with a caregiver. In most cases, it's mom. Now, I'm not saying that mom did anything wrong. Sometimes a parent can have depression. They can have postnatal depression. Uh, they can be emotionally unavailable. They can be absolutely exhausted. I mean, I know what sleep deprivation is all about. I mean, I have a daughter as well, just one. And it's a lot. <laughs> I understand what sleep deprivation can do and how the, the little bit of energy that you have available to yourself. However, that can be translated as an emotionally absent parent, even though it's not your intention. And now here comes the hippocampus. The hippocampus needs gentle, loving eye contact. The, the person needs to be hugged, communicated to gently and gracefully and kindly. These are all aspects that's really super important to know and understand in terms of knowing how to have a healthy developed hippocampus because that hippocampus helps us to do bond in a healthy way. Talk about codependency, loving people out of fear, all these things, tick, 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 right? So ticking all these boxes, this would normally speak of an understimulated hippocampus. Now, childhood bonding, as well as how we bond with our parents during our childhood, is fundamentally important because it's the absence and the lack of that that can have a huge, huge impact. You don't need to be abused. It's just the absence of that. All these simple connection elements. Now, another thing also about alcohol is that when a person drinks a lot, it's of course to calm down, is to just relax, take the edge off. But something that alcohol also does is that it irritates the myelin sheath on the nerves, which can actually make existing anxiety even worse. Now, of course, what happens? We drink more wine or we drink more alcohol because we want to calm down. We want to feel better. Now it aggravates this nerve even more. Now what also happens is that new myelin generation is also, of course, required for learning, for memory function. Hence why people also then have problems with memory who do struggle with alcoholism or at least alcohol abuse. But like I said, it's kind of the same thing. So when we look at when our myelin generation is hampered in the prolonged path of alcohol abuse, it affects you deeply. It also affects the cerebral cortex. Now this cerebral cortex also enables you to actually process information and thoughts. And you also use this area of the brain to make accurate judgments. Now this is, for example, when this area went through during alcohol abuse, this area is actually suppressed and it can cause a person to become very uh, verbal, if I may say, um, while also at the same time, it can maybe have the opposite effect. It depends how much stuff you have suppressed because normally that is when it all comes out. We don't filter <laughs> what we should and shouldn't say. 
Now, what can also happen at the same time, people can have a complete artificial boost in confidence. You know that stupid thing that you did when you were drunk or you got that tattoo and you regret it and you were like, oh my God, what was I even thinking? Yeah, it's that. Now, another part of the brain that is also influenced by alcohol is the limbic system. And this is now also the hippocampus. This is the hippocampus is part of the limbic system structure. And this area controls our memory and also our emotions. Well, at least many regions do, but this is one of the big, big parts and motherboards, if that's what you want to call it. Now, when alcohol affects this area of the brain, that also controls our emotions. Our emotions can magnify. Now, another way of explaining this is that alcohol bypasses the frontal lobe of the brain, bypassing judgment. Judgment and calculating consequences of your actions. Now, someone who is intoxicated will not see or judge themselves in the same way. And if you have ever been shit-faced, you would probably go like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> now, they can also, for example, struggle to even judge other people and their environment with normal accuracy that they would have if they were not intoxicated. So, of course, now they lose the ability to judge with the accuracy that they would have if they were sober. Now, alcoholics also respond differently to alcohol, right? So, experiencing different types of impairments. Now, different physical symptoms and also long-term side effects can start to occur in individuals. And, of course, because of all this alcohol, it makes us feel good in the moment. But, dear Lord... The consequences of it is tremendous. Even if you look at how many families are being ripped and broken apart because of alcohol abuse, it's unbelievable. Domestic violence, uh, emotional abuse, all these aspects in people, bad behavior, it's just constantly exasperated. Now, like I said already earlier, alcohol can help people feel more confident. So of course, if you have a low self-esteem, if you have trouble with confidence, alcohol gives people a boost, but it's a temporary boost and a boost that kind of like doesn't really help you to make calculated judgments. So it doesn't really help. It creates more problems that you have to go and fix and clean up and deal with after the fact. Now, of course, alcohol also sedates the person, like emotionally and mentally causing them to relax, which is ultimately what we want. We all just need that break from fucking life sometimes. I get it. I get it. Now, here's the downside. The more we drink, the more the body can actually develop a tolerance for alcohol, which means that the person drinking will actually need more and more and more alcohol to achieve the same state of relaxation. And so now this is where alcoholism can start to become a problem because alcohol also allows or at least gives a person an excuse, right, to avoid taking responsibility for their life and mostly also their past. I don't remember that. Well, that's nice, isn't it? So it also allows them to remain a victim of circumstance. And this is absolutely something that I noticed with my dad completely responsibility avoidant and always just everything was always everyone else's fault. And something that I noticed from this 
he had tremendous responsibility from an extremely early age. Tremendous, tremendous responsibility. Responsibility that most children really shouldn't have. And in a way, I can kind of understand why he just dived into alcoholism and just not wanting responsibility anymore it's almost like he 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 grew up backwards right we're supposed to play and be innocent and have fun and then later in life we learn what responsibility is he was kind of like doing it the other way around so he was growing up with all this burden all this responsibility and then later in life he was like just dropping the veil just completely running around just partying having fun just living a carefree life but sadly, also because the world owed him, it was the world's fault, it's everyone else's fault. He felt entitled to claim a lifestyle that deeply hurt and affected so many other people, like, I mean, of course, family, and even his job, people where he worked, and the list is endless. So, alcohol, does it screw up your aura? I'm sure it does. I mean, the vibration of it cannot be good. At the end of the day, with our judgment of whatever we are emotionally going through has a visceral effect, right? A biochemical effect on our cellular structure. And our cellular structure also is known to hold an energy and a frequency in itself. So, of course, I can only imagine that if we, if it's not just alcohol, this is drugs, I mean, tablets, medication, anything can have an effect of course, on the cellular structure of the body as well. Because our thoughts also can reflect throughout the body and the cellular structure of that. So, guys, there you have it. Thank you for joining me here for today's talk about this. And see you next time. Bye, guys. So guys, there you have it. Also remember to subscribe to my channel, stay up to date. And also I have a free Mac membership website where we have so many courses up there. There's meditations, there's workshops, whatever you need, it's there. There's so many wonderful webinar replays as well that you can benefit from and also to observe and to learn from. Guys, also remember that I have written 18 books. 18, one, eight. And one of many among them are metaphysical anatomy and psychosomatics for children. So this one is a psychosomatics for adults. This one is a psychosomatics for kids. So these books are super popular. People love it. If you want to learn more about how your body works, understanding messages behind it, you know, maybe you have that gnawing pain or maybe an ailment that's surfacing and you want to understand what is it that your body is trying to tell you. Guys, these books are going to be absolutely invaluable to you. You can find it at eventbooks.com where you will also find all my other 18 books and guys also remember to keep asking all these great questions i love to answer your questions at ask event where we discuss you know life conundrums and you know life challenges and just answer questions perhaps where you feel you know quite stuck in your life i would love to share my perspective with this and to help you to resolve perhaps certain pain points that you might be having in your life as well so guys remember to stay in touch there's so many great things that's happening and also something really awesome is that this book is already also in video format so imagine 679 medical in video format and with also with meditations and healing courses workshops masterclasses everything behind that in our platinum membership site so guys remember to check that out there is so many great things happening there so see you there